Hey, flea bags and sluts. <laughs> this is House of Noise. Hey, I figured that would get people's attention. They could be like, they could have watched this episode and been like making fraps or crepes. Let's start it over. What's up, sluts? No. <laughs> <laughs> hey. That was my intro. You, hey, this is uh, House of Noise. Yeah, this is House of Noise who likes to steal other people's introductions. Yeah. Episode number 16. Six, 16. No, not 6-6. Six, six. No, 16. Six, 16. 16. So we interviewed uh, Nicholas from the band. Wee Wee, Mature. Because she's saying that because the band's they are name from is Francesa. The band's name is Talia. They are from. France, Paris. I believe they're from Paris. Yes, we oui, we. Oui. What's over? I think they might have just been like you know the whole, you just go by the biggest city that you're near type Probably. thing. Yeah, I'm assuming they're. But they said they're from Paris. So. Yes. Well, they said they also said there's no music scene in France, at least not rock and roll. Right. So it's all like techno. So yeah, we were rap, discussing rap, what the interview was about. Um, you know, we were talking to them about their release let called. sleeping dogs lie yeah. i believe and uh i'm pretty sure that's all they got yeah i mean we had mentioned them coming to michigan so and i felt but, bad because they've been here twice now and we have not had a chance to see them but you know we don't okay we that, don't want to give too many things away about the interview because the interviews are exciting they're organic and if we give too much away, then why do you, should people listen? They should listen because so they need to know. There's so much more content in the interview than what we can talk about. The content is awesome. It so, speaks for itself. I was going to come to our defense for the, the first show that they had in Michigan after this interview. I didn't. We I found out about it like the day of. Yes. And I was like, hey, guess who's playing out at Diesel tonight? And you're like, who? Talia? Oh, Crap. Yeah, we can't make that. No, we can't. <laughs> so, um, yeah, the one in Battle, Battle Creek's a little far for us, too. Yes. I think that's about an hour and a half drive. Yes. So that's that one's a little hard to, to make. Um, but, yeah, I do remember having a lot of fun with this interview. Uh, like I said, we get to say we interviewed a band from France. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish it were Gojira, but one of these days... So we have we've uh, we got France under our belt. We got Puerto Rico, a few Canadians. Um, um, we have Hawaii, well, Hawaii. But he is originally from uh, the Netherlands, I believe. Yes, or Sweden. No, he's originally from Sweden. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Because he said he speaks English but thinks in Sweden. So, yeah, which weird. I thought was kind of interesting. Yeah, that one you did by yourself. I did. There is a Camus. few. There he was is awesome. a few of these that she's done by herself because yeah. I have obligations. You do. <laughs> you oh. do have obligations. Well, we got one coming up. I think it's the like two or three interviews after this one where that she did by herself. But I was in a different state for work, so you were you were in St. Louis, no Kansas City, Kansas City, Missouri, Missouri. 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 <laughs> anyway, enough of this nonsense. Let's let's let them listen to Italian judge for themselves. Enjoy the interview.
Hello. Hi. Is it Jenna? Yes. Yep, you're on with Jenna and Jim. Hi, Nick. Hi, Nick. How are you? I'm, uh, how are you? I'm fine. I'm fine. Good, good. Well, you're yeah. on with uh, myself and my co-host, Jim, here on House of Noise, and welcome. Oh, cool. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. You're welcome. So, how have things been going? Uh, it's been it's been great. We've been on tour with the with Smile and Soul and Saul, and uh, we you know we did um, St. Louis first and Missouri. Went to Michigan. Went to New York, um, Virginia, South Carolina, North Carolina. Yeah, we're on the east, really. It's been great. Yeah, I was scrolling through, um, looking at your tour dates, and I seen that you were at the shop, and I was like, the machine shop, and I'm like, God, I can't believe we missed that. Yeah. It was it was actually one of the top shows of, of this tour. That's the really? machine shop in Flint. That's because the machine shop rocks. <laughs> <laughs> it's a world. Uh, it, machine it, shop. It's really the crowd. You know, we uh, we. It's funny because everybody the next next days after you know this show, mm-hmm. you see every, almost every guy or girl in, in the bands that played with a shirt, with a t-shirt or a cap or something with the machine shop written on it. And everybody bought t-shirts because, you know, yeah. everybody loved this, this show. I think all the bands, we had we had really one of the greatest yeah, time of the tour in Flint. It was, it was really awesome. I didn't, uh, you know, we'd never been to Michigan before and, and we really liked the place. It was awesome. Well, awesome. well, good. We like to hear that. It's a, it is a pretty well-known club and a lot of bands want to make it a point to stop and play. So it was good to see you guys were able to do that. Yeah, it was, yeah. But we, we've only been touring before that tour. We, we, uh, we went to Calif- California. Just, you know, we did a whiskey go-go twice and we played San Diego and um, Oakland. Frisco too, so we had no idea how the crowd was, you know, in the rest of the U.S. and and uh, and Flint, yeah, was definitely one of the best. To be honest with you, I um I was going to ask if you were able to play any of the iconic clubs in in uh, California, and it was nice to see you guys play the Whiskey a Go Go. We played the Whiskey, we played the Viper too. Oh, nice. That's the yeah, that's the two yeah iconic. Uh, we we're we'd love to play the rock. So we, you know, mm-hmm. it's like uh, it's like winning the Grand Slam, you know. Right. Oh, you, play the, you play Viper and you play the you play the, the Roxy, the, mm-hmm. the, the three the strip, you know, some the strip uh, clubs, mm-hmm. and the Troubadour would be on, you know. But oh yeah. We'll see about that. I think it's harder to it's harder to get the you know a gig of the Troubadour. Right, right. What's the uh, music scene like in uh, California where you guys are at? Um, actually, we're from France. We're from Paris. Oh. And we, yeah, we, yeah, and, and we spend, actually, we put in, in our biography that we were from L.A. Uh, because we go there as often as we can, but we're actually a French band. 
Okay. But I have family in LA, so we're you know we're able to you know go, go back and forth um, a lot. And we and we didn't want to since we were going to tour the states and everything. We didn't want people to think that it was that we were hard to you know reach or it was hard to for us to come and, and play. So that's why we, we we wrote that. But we're not actually an American band. We're a French band. I mean, everybody was born in France, and we're we are you know 100% French. We we're not. We'd love to actually to move to America, but it's not that simple. So. Right. Yeah, it is a little uh, confusing when you're going, you're reading your Facebook page because it sounds like you made the move to LA from Paris. So, but I was actually going to ask you why did you make the move to America? But <laughs> I, guess, I, guess, I, guess, I guess I know the answer now. <laughs> maybe maybe one day we're you know we're not you know we we we, have, we haven't given up, but but we're still friends and you know we have friends passports and you know. So, yeah, it, it, but if we can move to to America some one day, we'll definitely uh, we'll definitely do it because yeah. the the scene in France is for Ben like us, it's not that great to be honest with you. Uh, but America is really yeah. But, I mean, if you want to play rock and roll, right? Is you, know, uh, you got to do, do it in America. Really. Yeah, we um is the scene in France is that more like electronic or pop type music yeah yeah a lot of EDM yeah Uh, I I mean I try to I try and keep an open mind but it's really not the I try but I I just can't listen to that I hate it yeah me too and and the thing is they mix it with rock and even jazz sometimes so you have what they call electro rock or electro jazz that means you know anything and I don't know I, I, I really hate it and when you're in a rock band you play shows and not a lot of people show up to be honest with you and we couldn't even get a record deal in France we had a terrible one wow. um, on our, for our previous record mm. uh, the one before that was even worse because we didn't even get paid whatever so oh my gosh it, it, it's awful we had, we, yeah, we had to go to America and find a record get a record deal with Pavement that, that's an awesome really an awesome label they, they've been doing great things for us especially getting get us on this tour with Smile to Soul and you know it wouldn't have happened uh, it's, it's, uh, if it was not for them so uh, yeah we had to do we had to do that because Francis we can yeah we can we can't even get a record deal we we can't really tour there wow we get small gigs and small bars and stuff like that and it's it's, it's kind of uh, yeah, it's pretty terrible. <laughs> I mean, I don't. Right. I don't, don't want to. Like deter. I don't want to sound. I'm gonna turn you, you know, uh, bring everybody down. But it's uh, yeah. we're we're happy in America. Well, good. <laughs> so good. Don't, so we don't, don't, here. We want to, you know, we want to come here and play here as often as we can. Well, right. I like so, that. so don't go to Paris if you're looking for a good rock scene, right? Yeah. Uh, well, there's there's good bands actually, but they don't get an opportunity to yeah. play in front of a really you know big audience and everything. So how long? Have but you- what amazes me is that people go to rock shows there. You know, the mm-hmm. American bands are still popular and everything, but. Yeah, that's funny because being that you guys are um, from Europe, I'm surprised you didn't like go to England or go, you know, out that way versus. Uh, Depends on where you. There's there's larger. I tried. We tried England. 
And uh, the response we, a lot of response we had is that they already had a lot of English band, obviously, and that a lot of friends were trying to get in, in into the you know the British oh, market, the English okay. British uh, market because it's it's closer to France. It's not that you know that hard. It's, mm -hmm. it's still. I mean, uh, it was before the Brexit, but they're a part of Europe, so you don't even need to have a, like a visa or whatever to travel there. Really. Um, so, yeah, so a, a lot of French bands were trying to make it in England. We we know, um, you know some friends and other bands that did that. They went to the UK and played small bars and, and stuff like that. So they don't really welcome you that you know that mm -hmm. good when you're from France. Right. In, uh, right. The English somehow. Gotcha. So well, uh, you know, but but America does. I mean, when you're French, it, it's funny because when we tell people that we're from France. Uh, uh, they can they can tell I have a small you know I have a, mm -hmm. I have an accent but yep. they don't really know for sure where I'm from if I'm from Europe or Canada whatever right. and we, when we tell them we're from Paris everybody goes what <laughs> you're kidding <laughs> yeah so you, they're like wow you, you've traveled that far to mm -hmm. America you like, yeah yeah. yeah. Well, with the, uh, you know, with airplanes and all that stuff, travel really isn't an impossibility. So, you know. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it, when you think about it, if you put your mind to it, it it's it's not that hard, really. Right. Well, and it's fun, and it's fun to do. And then you get to play. I mean, you okay. get to do something you never thought you, you, you'd do someday. So, it's, it's, uh, right. It's, that's a good thing. Well, and I'm ask, happy for you guys. I was going to ask, how long have you guys been with Pavement, though? How long have we been with payment? Yeah. Uh, we uh, think uh, we signed the contract last January. Okay. So it's been almost six months or something. So you, you know, obviously it has, you know, the scene out in France hasn't really deterred you, and you guys have been, you know, you know, persevering and working hard because you already have what was it two albums or three before you signed? This is the third. This I'm is on. your third yeah. that you're on. Uh, that, that no, that's a, that's actually a fourth record. The, the, oh, the EP that we put out for Pavement oh, is the right. fourth record. We we the first one was named uh, Cockroach. Killer. It was oh. uh, released in 2008. Uh, the second one was named Permanent Life Crisis. It was released in 2013. Yeah. And the one after that was Thugs They Look Like Angels. It was 2015. And the new one, Let Sleeping Dogs Lie, uh, was just released last last, uh, um, last month. May. Oh, okay. Has. Uh, has the response to all your work has that steadily been growing as you put out more material? Um, somehow, yeah. The mm, really the band uh, really started to. I think we reached some point with the record before, uh, prior to you know the. the the one we did for pavement that Thugs They Look Like Angels was, was done into me as, as a musician as a songwriter and, and, and producer too because I produced the, that one mm, okay uh, that, that yeah I thought that's how we reached some point there the, the two first records I mean uh, 
they're I think they're not that uh, great to be honest with you <laughs> I mean you know I'm not ashamed of them or, or anything but but it's not I don't think it's it's really our best work it, it really started to be good at, at, at Thugs They Look Like Angels and then the last one we did with Steve Albini was, was really working with him was mm-hmm. a, a great experience too yeah now I always like to know who as far as influences or inspiration what what are some artists or you know that you have listened to through your musical journey that really have kind of influenced maybe how you write songs the style in which you play music that kind of thing um well I, I started um I can, I can I can talk I can only talk for myself mm-hmm. now but uh, um, I started to listen to music when I was a kid when I got really into rock and roll the scene was uh, was first the, the new wave of British heavy metal that's what my cousins were listening to like Iron Maiden and mm-hmm. and, uh, and Death Leopard and you know Judas Priest and right. bands like that so I got into rock and roll by that door then I discovered the hair metal uh, the hair metal scene with Guns N' Roses and, and Mother Crew and bands like that and then Nirvana came out and when I was like 16 because uh, I'm old I'm 42 actually so, so I was I was I'm I was 46. actually alive when when Kurt Cobain was too <laughs> and and so so yeah so they they came out with Nevermind and yeah. I bought Bleach after that I oh bought my God, I love Bleach. of course mm-hmm. and and it was a big uh, that's what Kurt Cobain actually is, is the guy that got me to write my own songs I, just, oh. I heard his and I thought wow I'll never be able to do that you know as good as he does but mm-hmm. but I'm gonna try and so it was the big big turning point in, in, in my as a musician was hearing him and seeing him and, and the way even the way he looked the way he sang that you know I'm, I'm he was closer to uh, what we were as kids, you know, when when we used to see, I mean, I, I used to love Guns N' Roses and bands like that, but they looked like they were out of some, I don't know, a, a surreal world or something. You know, you couldn't, I mean, in Paris when I was 16 in, in, the, in the early 90s, you know, you couldn't, you couldn't walk around in, in leather pants and, and, you know, cowboy boots. So, you're like, you know, you get your ass kicked in the street. I mean, you know, come on. It's Paris. You don't, you don't wear a bandana and right. earrings and stuff like that. Especially when you're 16, your parents won't, won't let you wear a leather pants, won't, won't buy you leather pants and boots and shit. And then Kurt Cobain came and he, all he had on was a fucking ripped jeans and, and uh, you know dirty sneakers and he had you know greasy hair and, and he still looked amazing and, and he had charisma and, and you know and everything and we we looked up you know mm-hmm. uh, we really looked up to him he was he was he was a big influence for a lot of, of kids that were my age really well, and then it's a, I'm really bummed that I never got to see him live yeah I never got to see Nirvana live because the first time they came to Paris I was uh, I was playing a gig with my own high school band oh. and the second time I was in I was in England uh, and so I said to myself okay the next time Nirvana comes to town I'll be you know the first in line everything and a few months later he shot himself yeah right you know, I think so yeah. So it's an advice to every every you know kid out there. If if you like a band and they're you know they come to town, don't wait because they might break up. They might yep. you know yep. you never know what's going to happen. Don't don't think it's uh, bands go on forever. There's a lot of people that you know they 
they uh, they don't understand the appeal of you know the '90s grunge scene, and you know they're like, oh, there's just guys standing up there, you know, just playing, and they don't really do much, and for some bands, but I was, you know, there really was a like a you know a relatable factor to them, and that's I think where the the large appeal came from. They did have a lot of uh, insightful lyrics on some of the you know with some artists, but it was really the relatability to the artist that made everybody really you know like them a lot yeah yeah they look yeah real somehow you know they didn't look fake at all yeah. and then they they, it, it, they seemed closer to real life and everything yeah but but we try but the thing is that I still have somehow you know with the it's a little uh, contradictory but when we're on stage we, we're not really like Nirvana I mean I mean, we're a three piece band we have a girl on bass mm-hmm. but with, you know she doesn't really look like Chris Novotovich obviously <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> and since she's my girlfriend it's it's bad, you know at best that she doesn't I mean you know really like right, Chris, right, right. I'm, not really, I'm not really into guys I'm more into you know <laughs> girls so. he's a, I mean he's a cool and you know and cute, yeah. cute guy too but yeah. you know not really <laughs> but when we yeah, when we're on on stage, we don't really. I don't think it's the same uh, kind of energy, really. And then, and, and it's it's better because you know there was actually there, there's already been in Nirvana, so right. there's no point in doing the same thing. But I think people can see the influence, though. When when they see us on stage, they can see that that we were actually uh, influenced by. It. Actually, it, it's it's weird because in America they call us punks. Yeah. In, in France, we're not really considered a, considered a punk band. Yeah, I we're more. Yeah, we're more. They, they say we're kind of a grungy, whatever, yeah. uh, rockish band. They don't, but in America, the word every time we play a show, all the shows we've been playing, people say, "Oh, you're punks." Okay. Yeah, I don't understand. Modern yeah. punks. I don't modern punks. Actually. Yeah, I, I, I don't, don't see that's that. That's what at they all. say. I know, I'd say grungy. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I wouldn't say punk at all. That, that's I what. Know. That's what I. That's what I thought too but but I kind of like the fact that the Americans named us something you know so yeah, yeah. because <laughs> if, if, it's, it's like a, it's like when you have a nickname mm. it's, it's mm-hmm. best when it's other people that give you the nickname not right. yourself yeah, because right. it's too, I, I think it's too self you know it's too self uh, um, uh, uh, indulgent somehow you know you know choose your nickname like the big whatever or you know but yeah. people give you the nickname it's more yeah all more authentic right Better. exactly exactly I do have an interesting question uh, we're Facebook living it right now and um there is a French band that I really like, uh, Gojira. I think that's how you pronounce it. Yeah. Um, do you guys follow them at all? Just out of curiosity, because they are French, I believe. I, uh, I've never seen him live. I heard the record. Uh, it, it's not really my type of... It, it's too, It's too. you know... Uh, um, Heavy metal. I, mm. I don't even know what they're. Are they considered what death metal, or heavy metal? I consider them heavy probably metal. heavy metal, right? Yeah. It, it's yeah, it's hard to pinpoint them, but but I, I one time like I don't know, five years ago something I was uh, on tour with another band playing bass and mm. and uh, we were in Spain and we were in this shitty hotel room and and on TV there was this show of uh, of uh, Gojira. Mm. 
And I saw them, and I, wow, I was, and the people that were with me who don't listen to heavy metal, even less than I do, I listen to, you know, little heavy metal, but old school heavy metal, like Metallica and, and mm -hmm. Megadeth and stuff like that. And we were blown away by the, you know, their, their stage persona, their, uh, the intensity of the show and the, and the music and everything. It's really, I mean, it's not something I would listen to at home, mm -hmm. to be honest with you, but, but I really, yeah, we have, and, and I mean, the career that, you know, they, they have, it's, 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 it's impressive. I mean, they're really, really famous in terms, you know, uh, in America and in other countries in the world and they're French and it's like, uh, yeah, we, we, kind of look look up to them for that right really. right and being and being awesome musicians because I mean I, I it's not the music I play and mm -hmm. it's not really music music I like to listen to but but I can tell when, when a, a lot of work has been put into something and obviously you know they they did, they did that yeah they have oh, a very yeah. interesting sound yeah for but that's what makes songs. them them you know that's, yeah that's like what you were saying about not sounding like Nirvana I, I honestly don't want you to sound like Nirvana I want you to sound like Talia I want you to have your own song yeah yeah, yeah me yeah. too and anyway, <laughs> and anyway it's it's even if I tried real hard I can't write songs like Kurt Cobain I can't sing I can't anything we, we went to Steve because I really like the sound that that he did for them but also on, on other records like Magic yeah. Street Preacher or you know PJ Harvey and, and the Breeders big mm. season not not only because he he just knew Kurt Cobain and I wanted to ask him oh uh, was he nice was he small was he tall was he you know right. <laughs> it, it was it was uh, and then actually we it, the record we did doesn't sound like Nirvana a lot I guess yeah it, it doesn't uh, mm. I don't use the same guitars than he did I I, I tune my guitar differently I have a, like a sort of weird open tuning yeah uh, so I don't really write songs actually like him you can see I mean I think you can see the influence but it's definitely not a copy of of Nirvana right as a as a uh, guitarist what's your preference as far as brand of guitar uh, I play I play um, several guitars I play a guitar that's made by James Trussard he's a um, He's a Canadian guy hmm. who was working in, in France. He builds um, guitars made of steel, and really? and and they're rusty, so they look really old and beat up. And but they're actually really cool and and uh, and great sounding guitars. He's he's in LA right now. Uh, now for, he's been in LA for I don't know, probably ten years or maybe more than that, fifteen years. Okay. Um, I played that. And I play uh, guitars, uh, rock and roll relics. They, I think they're made near San Francisco. I'm not really sure, but I think they are. Mm -hmm. They're from America, from America, from um, and they're handmade. And they're uh, and it's a copy of a, it's a replica of a Gibson uh, okay. TV Junior. Mm. Uh, it's my two guitars that that I that I play on stage. And on records, it's uh, I play a Gibson Les Paul, an old Gibson Les Paul that my dad gave me when I was a kid. But I, I don't want to take it on tour because it, it because it has a, a lot of sentimental oh, value sure. for me. Sure. Oh, yeah, and nice. it sounds great in studio, so I don't want to you know I, I don't want it to because I sometimes I jump in the drums mm -hmm. and I want to and you know it it's it it then the guitar has a lot of scratches. I do too, and the drummer too, and the drums too. But I don't want I don't want my you know my favorite guitar to get hurt or whatever. So no. Yeah, that's no. your baby. Yeah, you gotta. <laughs> so yeah, so yeah, she stays in the studio. 
guard it with your life. Um, yeah, I'm curious about the uh, title, Let Sleeping Dogs Lie. Usually that means just leave it alone, don't, you know, don't shake the trees. Is that kind of where you guys, what the thought was behind the title? It's, uh, well, first I thought that we, we like long titles. Mm. <laughs> I like, so, so I thought the title was cool and, and it actually reflected, uh, a state of mind we were in at that point, but we were trying to get out of, mm. okay. you know, do we, uh, what do we do? Do we, cause we had, we played the whiskey, we played America a few times. Mm-hmm. So we said, what do we do now? Do we just, uh, stay like that and play, you know, keep playing in France and in, you know, the comfort of our own, you know, country and everything? Mm-hmm. Or do we shake things up and try and, you know, to go more often to America and, and to come to America more often and, 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 you know, find a record deal and everything? So that's what we decided to do. So I decided to name a record after that, you know, because of that. Mm-hmm. I like that. Who drew the cover art on that? It's an artist that's in Indonesia. Oh. Uh, I don't even know if it's a he or a she, because we, uh, he or she, they did the, <laughs> the previous, uh, yeah, that's, I, I, I believe it's a he, but, but a friend of mine, because uh, a friend of mine, you know, made me doubt about it because... Uh, he said, "I know, I knew a girl that was named like that." I said, "Oh, maybe it's a girl." And I never, you know, bothered to ask. We yeah. we only communicate by emails. You know, I tell him or she, hey, whatever, you know, <laughs> what, what I want, and and then um, sends me back sketches, and and we discuss colors and everything. Cool. So anyway, he or she is doing a great job. He's uh, uh, cocky. Greenway's page is uh, the art of Greenway. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah, has, yeah. Uh, has, uh, in Indonesia, and it does usually does a lot of death metal bands with zombies and really the kind of a horror movie mm-hmm. type of things. And we asked him to do kids kissing, you know, near a merry-go-round, or or half-naked girl holding and you know trying to steal some cop's gun while he's asleep. <laughs> and so it's I think it's pretty. It, it's yeah, it's, it's nice, uh, you know, for mm-hmm. well, I thought the that. changes from from you know the, the usual work that he. He does so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought I thought it had like a real like back when Corn did the Follow the Leader. It has that kind of feel to it. No, yeah, I, I, I love that cover. It's, it's I love the, what 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 he does. He's, I mean, um, he or she is going to definitely do a, a lot of art. You know, as long as. Uh, as we keep going, yeah, don't matter. Uh, we'll ask. We'll ask him to do that. Yeah. Well, that he, um, he or she did a great job. Yeah, right. it doesn't matter. <laughs> he, he or she doesn't matter. As long as they keep making the good art, it's all that matters. <laughs> so, kind of at this point, you finish up the tour on June 28th, and then uh, what are the plans? Are you guys going to try and find another tour? Are you going to go? But you know. Uh, what are your what are your yeah yeah sure yeah we're going to try and come to america as often as we can we're, we have uh, we're playing the whiskey go go again so in in, uh, in in july the 13th we're playing seattle uh july 11th we're playing um the fun house 
and uh, and we'll probably be back maybe you know, later this year in fall winter or uh, or next year beginning of the, uh, beginning of next next year okay. we, uh, we 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 could go back with smile to soul we would love you know that if, if they if they want us back or maybe another band we don't know but yeah we definitely we're definitely going to tour Uh, try and tour the, the more we can in America because that's that's where we should do it. Yeah, you guys have to. Have some, you guys have to have something like concrete before you come over here because it can't be cheap flying all, everything over here and yourselves. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. We we uh, pavement is doing a great job. You know, really. Yeah. They're getting us interviews. We we've been played on a lot of radios. Uh, internet and, and FM, you know, uh, that's good. Radios. So, I think we're we are we are on like 12 or probably 15 uh, radio stations now. Oh. Well, that's uh, nice. A lot in Florida, local, in different states, even California and everything, New York. So, it, it, no, they were doing really a great, great, great job on that record. Well, that's good. That's good. Because um, you uh, want want somebody behind you to kind of help promote and promote your. Oh yeah, yeah, work. yeah. We could nef- definitely we couldn't have done all this without yeah without them. Mm-hmm. We tried on on our own. You know, we we did a little tour last summer, but it was we had the Viper that was really cool. I'd, sometimes I don't even know how we managed to do you know to get that. Right. <laughs> and then we had a couple of, of small, really cool bars and and small clubs with it but it was just five shows that's the more we could do and and they were pretty you know it wasn't in a row so we had like four days off and we had to go back and forth oh, wow. in California driving like for eight hours and so it was it was kind of it wasn't that professional to be honest with you it was cool yeah. it was cool and nice but but that's all we could that's all we could do by ourselves so yeah So the uh, I was looking on your Facebook page, and you guys have a lyric video out for Afraid of Heights. Um, was that something yeah. that you produced? Since you said you were a producer, uh, the, the video. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I made it myself. It's it's. We wanted to have something. We we couldn't really. Uh, afford to uh, to make a uh, it's an EP so we 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 talked it over we thought about it first of all we didn't have a lot of ideas for videos or the, the ideas we had were really expensive because mm-hmm. you, when you think you don't you know you don't think numbers you're like wow well, you could do that and that and then uh, so and we didn't want anything cheesy so yeah. so we said okay that then because we had spent you know money to record with Steve and we had to save money to go on tour in America so we you know we can do everything because uh, we're not that rich so so the lyric video seemed to be a good idea because it, it's it, it's it, it can you know um, be shared on social media you know easier than, than just a song on SoundCloud or Deezer or whatever and, and and it was nice to you know make sort of a little uh, uh, compilation of, of videos that we played uh, that we had we were playing the Whiskey Go-Go and, and pictures of us and stuff like that mm-hmm. and yeah and, and put the lyrics because I'm not 
now I used to be ashamed of the lyrics I wrote uh, before you know on the two first records when I listen to them I listen to the lyrics I'm like oh my god I sound you know only a French guy could have written that <laughs> so it's terrible I mean maybe maybe it's cool for some people because it, you know it, it, it's like different but to me it's, it's horrible I'm like ah what the hell am I trying to say you know right. it's, it's, but 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 I worked on my lyrics a lot because I, I some friends of mine told me you know you're like your lyrics really suck and they were you know like blunt to me but it, it was but it was yeah but it was nice of them because I thought oh lyrics are not that important but they are but obviously yeah they are so, so I worked I worked on them and 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 now I'm not really ashamed of what I write so I I can it doesn't bother me if people know what I'm saying yeah you know right. before, and, and that's one of the reasons we. Uh, I can play America too before maybe I, w I would have been kind of uh, ashamed to sing in front of a bunch of Americans because uh, you know my lyrics were yeah kind of shit mm -hmm. and, and uh, but now it, yeah, it doesn't bother me that, that much you know in France nobody understands what the hell I'm, I'm saying so I yeah. don't care yeah um, it, you know they say we're our own our own worst critic and as an artist you're always there is a certain level of perfectionism so you are kind of hard on yourself too. But, yeah, probably, probably. <laughs> but but if you don't, if you don't do that, you get too self indulgent right. and 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 you start to do shit and you write shit and and, yeah. and that's where you know it ends. So True. I, I try and I mean I, I try not to beat myself too hard either because it, it's it's it can be really you know kind of productive. But yeah, true. true. Yeah, yeah, you have to find the right balance. It's not that easy, really. No, it's not. It definitely isn't. Um, and then, as far as your work product, you know, let sleeping dogs lie, and any of your other music that's out there, merchandise, just finding generally out about the band. Is it? Would it be more productive for people to go to tailyrock.com or Facebook or? What's the best place for? Um, uh, both uh, the website what's cool on our website is that uh, there's all the things to all you know uh, all the platforms so if, if you're more into iTunes you, you you can get iTunes if you're more into SoundCloud you get SoundCloud if you're more into Deezer whatever mm -hmm. so it, it's it's and we try and update it as as, uh, as often as we can so I'd say yeah I'd say the website more than Facebook probably yeah alright alright well but it's a close yeah. Well, I'm so glad we were able to talk to you. Yes, it was a lot of fun. Me too. It was fun. It was fun. It was cool. And hopefully, you know, once you guys come back, you'll come back to Michigan so we can actually see you and meet you. Because I felt bad we didn't come to your shows on the first and second because I know you were in Flint and Battle Creek. So yeah, yeah, we just been in Battle Creek. So next time. Yes. Oh yeah. Well, we're definitely yeah. We're definitely want to come. Yeah, we definitely want to come back to to Michigan. It was it was really. I mean, I'm not saying that because uh, because you you know you guys are from out from Michigan, but but yeah, the machine shop was really. I mean, amazing. I have I actually have a yeah. I bought a t-shirt. Awesome. Same one that the. the, the that the guy from Flob bought too. So we have the same, have the same you know, it's like a baseball shirt and it's, it's black and and yellow. It has, oh, yeah. it has a big skull with machine shop on it. Yeah. yeah. And we saw, yeah, the guys in Slantiso, I think, bought a cap of, was it Flob again? I mean, yeah, everybody loved that show and that, that place and everything. And people were really nice to us when we, 
when we came, you know, off stage, and yeah, it was it was great. Well, good, really. good. Well, it sounds really like great. you made quite the impression on everyone there too. So I'm sure you'll be back. Yeah, I, I hope. I really hope. Well, we'll definitely keep our keep our fingers crossed for you, and we'll we'll continue to play music uh, from you guys and and do what we can to support support Talia for sure. So, thank you. You're very welcome. Well, well take care, and um, I'm sure we'll talk to you later. Yeah, cool. You too, guys. All right. Thanks. Have fun. Take it yep. easy. Bye bye. Well, I, I, I hope everybody enjoyed the, the interview. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let me say it better. I hope everyone enjoyed the interview. Well, we had a lot of fun. <laughs> okay, I'm going to oh stop before God. I get yelled at. Right. The FCC is going to be like, oh, my God, you're offending so many people. No, it won't be the FCC. It'll just be a bunch of butthurt people. Right. What, you know, what are those people It's fine when Adam like? Sandler does it. When I do it, all of a sudden, everybody right. gets all offended. Oh, all the butthurt people are crying. That was like a, that's like a little bit of a Bobby, Bobby Buscemi. Oh, yeah. Wasn't that his character? I think so in Waterboy. Wasn't it in Waterboy? Yeah, Waterboy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because he lived in the swamp with um, Kathy Bates. <laughs> yeah. But my, my, my mama said, but my mama yeah. said... So, currently, it uh, looks like Talia is back in France. Yes, wee oui, wee. Oui. Uh, they did come back for a short little period to do their own little tour. They did. And they ended it with a show with Otherwise, which is awesome. Yeah, that is good. Um, maybe they're working on new material. They don't have anything <laughs> on their social medias about working on anything new. No, they don't. But um, I'm sure they are. That's probably why they went back to, back to went back to France because you know Perry Perry because they wanted to work on new material. So, and they probably record over there. They don't record here in the states. So that might be cheaper over there, depending on where you're at. Yeah, I mean, I know Europe is expensive in general. True. So, yeah. I don't know. Maybe something to so, ask if we have them on again. Yeah. Well, we'll definitely and have we can, them on again. If, we can uh, apologize profusely about we yeah. missed them both times they came to Michigan. Well, so I hope everybody enjoyed this interview. And until next time. Until next time, people. Yeah. All right. Bye. Balls. Bye. Balls. Bye, balls. Bye, bed. Bye. Bye. Bye.